The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Let's Talk More Action podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and should not be construed as advice, nor do they necessarily reflect the views of Community Action Council's governing bodies, leadership, or staff, or our funding partners. Community Action Council is a private, nonprofit, and nonpartisan organization. We do not support or endorse any political candidates. This the city's number one podcast. Love the topics, the guests, and all of the contrast. They ain't focused on the views and the traffic. What's the point of shining if no jewels for the masses? We gotta spread the news of our passion. Service is a verb, now that's community action. Yo, everybody, let's talk. Nothing talking ain't enough, so everybody, let's walk. We all want freedom, the eagle and the stars. But the only way to reach it, meet the people where they are. Unity's the only way to fend these atrocities. You and me together can eliminate poverty. And this is just a vessel of expression to make sure we stay on the message of progression. Yes, everybody, let's talk. Bring your ideas and together we walk. Protect our seeds from the poisonous root, and we gotta reach the source and the soul and the root. Yes, everybody, let's talk. We need community action. Together we walk. Together we work it to reduce violence. Speak through the airways. We refuse silence. Let's talk. You are listening to Lex. More action. I am Cameron Mentor. I am your co-host. And today, special guest in the house, who is going to be our host today, Kamisha Powell. What's going on, Kamisha? What's going on, Cam? What's going on? You sitting in the big seat. Yeah, I got big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill today. (laughs) Now, it's a beautiful thing, though. But just in case y'all are not familiar with Kamisha, she works in the office of OED as our executive director and she has a beautiful daughter. Uh-oh. Yes, I so do. So in this summertime, this summertime, you know, we like to get out in this weather. We like to do some swimming and do some warm weather things and Kamisha has been torturing her baby online. <laughs> I would not say torturing. I have been, I, my heart, I, my my flesh get weak. I'm just like, Lord <laughs> Jesus. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Kamisha's daughter, Aspen, is, um, she just completed uh, swimming classes. Yes, she just graduated from the first level of swim lessons. Now, please tell everybody how old Aspen is so that we can put this in perspective. Aspen just turned eight months. Jesus. She started swim lessons when she was six months old. Oh, Lord. And yes. When, and when they flip her over, oh, my God, my, my breath just goes away. I'm just just nervous all Listen, out. Listen, she has to be prepared. If anything were to happen, we're always around bodies of water if she were to just fall in, she knows how to save herself. And that's the truth. And and, and and to be honest, I really want to, you know, I can swim, you know, the air quote swim. I can swim, but I, I want to be more comfortable in water. So uh, our family's been talking about it, and I think we're going to do that this summer. We're going to all get some t- some classes so that we can maneuvering this water oh yes that's amazing i'm thinking about going and get classes myself see that's what i'm saying even the you know you you know your limitations and you you want to expand beyond that so yeah that's that's something that has been exciting to watch and so i don't ever really hear her crying is she crying in the water or what what's she going cries. She's, she she's cries. crying but she's surviving she's surviving <laughs> but she's crying when she's swimming she's not crying but before i 
put her in, she cries. She doesn't want to go in. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. That's, that's, that's awesome. It's been a nerve-wracking experience for me, and I can't imagine being a parent um, doing that as oh, well. Oh, yeah. There's been times that I want to jump right on in and get like, my baby. Get your hands off her. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's for the betterment of her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it is June, and we are celebrating Juneteenth. Juneteenth, yes. Juneteenth. It is a relative, well, it's not relatively new. We're relatively newly celebrating Juneteenth. How about that? Yeah, I think that it's just now becoming popularized, but it's been around since 1865. Yeah, give us some more information on Juneteenth. So, yes, what Juneteenth is, on June 19th and 1865, the last part of the slaves that did not know that they were given freedom found out that they were finally free. So, Lincoln freed the slaves January 1st of 1863. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until 1865 that the slaves in Galveston, Texas, knew that they were free. Everybody got the message then. Yeah, everybody got the message then. So th there's like a false celebration of it that we're now saying this is what's real to us. Right, yeah. yes, because on July 4th, yeah. 1775, yeah. we were not free. Absolutely. That didn't mean freedom for us. That wasn't That for meant us. freedom for others. Yes. And so even when I was younger— we never celebrated July 4th. We always celebrated Juneteenth. Wow. Well, I'm a little jealous because, you know, I got it in my, my college days. But, you know, well, go on with your bad self. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't able to celebrate with friends or other people right. until I got to college because that's when most of us found out. That's right. when we were able to receive the knowledge about Juneteenth in 1865. Right. So, like, over the last uh, couple of years, and I think – it really probably came into more light during uh, the pandemic and the social injustice that was happening during that time that it became um, a holiday. Um, President Biden um, made it a holiday in, what was it, 21 or? Yeah, it was um, deemed a federal holiday, I believe, in 20 or 21. I know that Community Action deemed it a holiday prior to it becoming a federal holiday. Absolutely. How about that? So that's Kudos a win. A win is us, a win. Right? <laughs> so Juneteenth is not, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a federal holiday that means something to us uh, to celebrate. And speaking of celebration, there are several celebrations that you can participate in the celebration of Juneteenth throughout town. I'm going to mention just a few. We got... Uh, the at the lyric on the 17th is a Juneteenth, a celebration of black performing arts. Uh, there is a new art Juneteenth celebration. She's proud to be. And that is uh, in off of Richmond Road is a painting with a twist. And even more so, we have Soul Feast Week. And today that. Uh, celebration is the 16th through the 25th, and we have a special guest in the house today to give us more information on that celebration. We have Martina Barksdale. She is a co-founder of Soul Feast Week, as well as a host on the WKYT Everyday Kentucky. Martina, 
Welcome. Thank you so much. So I am no longer at WKYC. Stop just, it. Yes, I am now the director of communications for Visit Lex, the city's tourism department. Okay. So started that back at the end of January. So I get to essentially be an ambassador for Lexington, which ties uh, directly into Soul Feast Week. I appreciate you all having me on the show. Very good. <laughs> very good. Soul Feast Week. Tell us about it. Yeah, so Soul Feast Week is a 10-day celebration of black culinary and agriculture in central Kentucky. Um it was founded by my twin brother, Marcellus, and I in 2020. You all were talking about racial injustice being at its height. Um, and I saw disparities between, um, in my position at the time, between my black and brown clients and my white clients, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to access to resources and money. Um, a lot of businesses were failing. And it's already hard to be a small business owner, but let alone being um a person that, that is black and a business owner, um, that first round of PPP loans, because you had to go through major banking institutions, um, a lot of them weren't getting approved for that. Um, and so I saw a lot of businesses fail, and unfortunately, and I wanted a way to give back. I've always been a foodie. So I went to my twin brother and said, let's do a black restaurant week. And then he was like, let's do it. And I wanted to take it a step further. So we partnered with Black Soil Kentucky because we know all of our food comes from agriculture of this great state. Um, so we wanted a way to tie it in. And we've been throwing events since we were, I don't know, 16, 15, 16. Um, so uh, we wanted a way for people to fellowship, but to support our local businesses. So we realize it's a lot going on in those 10 days, but we really wanted to give people of Lexington something to do that Juneteenth weekend and during the week when they get back to work. Right. And so I've noticed that you all do do it during Juneteenth weekend. Now, how does that tie in together? And do you all provide any historical aspects to that as well? Absolutely. Um, when we talk about Juneteenth and the liberation of black people, that is really um part of our mission of Soul Feast Week is to celebrate and educate, um, educate through food, educate through experiences. So um, we have a lineup of events. Uh, one of our biggest is uh, Soul Teenth Fest, uh, play off of Juneteenth Fest. Um, and uh, last year we had the African-American ballet troupe um, actually tell the story of the Underground Railroad through Mexico. Um, a lot of people think of going up north, but it was very beautiful to see going down south. Um, we also had Dr. Don Offit um, do um, an educational thing on stage, um, as well as we have food demos, um, learning about a lot of the food that we cultivated all the way from West Africa to America. Um, we have several different events highlighting that journey um, of food and culinary as well. One, wow. thing, one thing that I really like about Soul Feast Week is that it's financially uh impacting is it's it's focuses on the economics in the black community and i think that's something that we often miss mm -hmm. um i know that african americans uh have a wonderful uh history of spending money yes <laughs> everybody wants yes. this this uh um, the black dollar yeah this yes. niche mm -hmm. and for us to think about putting that in black owned businesses yeah, absolutely that is, that is huge it is huge because you know as much as i do what it what, me personally don't really want to live in a capitalistic society because it is all about the dollar um the wealth gap is so great i mean people got a 400 year head start right. and then we've built our communities that unfortunately were burned to the ground and we were 
economically sustainable as a community. But when others saw that happening, they wanted to ruin it. Right. Um, and a lot of time in order to get things done, we need the resources. We need the money. Um, we literally want people to put their money where their mouth is. Um, to date, since Soul Feast um, officially launched for the year, we're in year three now, um, year one, we've given $100,000 directly just out of Soul Feast, sorry, Soul Feast to black businesses. That's not counting the money that they're, the restaurants are making during the week. That's not wow. counting the vendors that are making money um, at the festival. And we also want to be accessible. So we introduced a proud to pay model this year for our events where the festival is free other than when you go and pay your vendors and food trucks, but you get, to, it's an offer based payment. Um, because what we were seeing is like, okay, $75, $50 for one event doesn't sound too much when all your, the open bar and the food and the drinks mm -hmm. and the experience um, and the entry is included. But we realized over the course of a weekend that, I mean, with inflation, all of us are going through a rough time. Um, it was really hurting people's pockets. So mm -hmm. we wanted to figure out a way uh, for people to come celebrate get behind these businesses, get behind what we're doing, um, and really elevate the black community in Lexington. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I had a coworker tell me this morning she wanted things to do with her son for um, Juneteenth weekend, and she said that it was getting expensive and out of hand just in order to show and teach her son about Juneteenth. So I'm glad that you all are providing that for yeah, folks. Yeah, definitely. And we're also, we've partnered with Bites of the Bluegrass, which are the food walking tours. So actually on Juneteenth, on the 19th and 20th, we're going to do a black, uh, food history and walking tour. Um, and we're going to do some of the stops because Visit Lex is also launching the African-American um, heritage self-guided uh, trail. And so some of those stops will be on that um, and we'll get some more information. But just to really educate because Lexington's history is black history. There is no, That's right. I mean, uh, we, we always say uh, um, black culinary is American culinary. Mm -hmm. So much of our creativity um, based on survival is what is American food. Right. And for so long, we haven't been getting the due respect that we deserve. And our our whole one of the things that we want to do is amplify those chefs, amplify those farmers, because black farmers make up 0.5 percent um, farmers in Kentucky. And yeah. you see the disparity. So we're looking to amplify that. And we want people to be successful. That's great. Now. I want to support black businesses, and I think that's one thing that we're struggling in knowing even where the black businesses are. We're going to take a break real quick, and when we come back, we want to talk more about where we can find some of these black businesses and put our support in. All right? You are listening to Let's Talk More Action. We will return after these messages. This past year has highlighted the strength of Community Action Council. Every day our staff works together to help families recover from this crisis. We're educating children at home and in person, helping parents who lost their jobs, and helping households avoid eviction. Our work at Community Action Council has never been more important than it is right now. So why don't you join us? We have employment opportunities requiring a range of skills from entry level to advanced. Apply online at commaction.org. That's commaction.org. 
Community Action Council has funding available for those struggling to pay their utilities through the LIHEAP Spring Subsidy Program until June 2nd or until the funds are depleted. You must have an appointment to receive LIHEAP benefits. To schedule your appointment, dial 859-300-6960. That's 859-300-6960. I love Head Children love Head Start and you will too. Community Action Council's Prep Academies are hiring now. Head Start is an early